the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to What's the Score? A series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. And now, here's Christopher Hart, Rich Jekyll, and Lucy Polito. Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score? The show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And boy, as usual, we have the winning combination for you again here today, starting with the two award winners from Score, the only award winners. I like to brag on them. And of course, I'm talking about Lucy Polito. Lucy, how are you today? I'm terrific. And how are you doing? Excellent. Excellent. And then, of course, the original Score Award winner, Rich Jagel. How are you, Rich? Christopher, pour your heart out. How are you? That is me. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show. But, of course, this show is all about score and everything score is up to because score is always up to something good. And uh, we like to help you keep up with everything. So uh, thank you for tuning in. We really do appreciate that. And, of course, score is... Got, as I said, things going on all the time. Didn't slow down at all during these past 18 months. Actually picked up steam and uh, has been going strong ever since. I see you nodding your head, Rich. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, things are still happening uh, in the uh, in the arena here and still going strong with counseling and um, still very strong in terms of level of counseling you know we're getting all kinds of different things before we were getting i would say the majority of startups uh of all things you know companies starting up and you wouldn't think a company would be starting up in this mess but uh that was i would say one of our biggest um uh questions wasn't it lucy yeah, I agree with you. And, you know, also, um, it was a very good time for people to become familiar with our educational program. So yeah. assistance in our various programs has been quite high, more so than usual. So that's very good. Yeah. That shows an interest, you yeah. know. So it's been good. Absolutely. Yeah. And, of course, that means the business environment here in Central Florida has ma- remained resilient. And going forward, that is a good sign. And if you're thinking about starting a business or have a business, of course, SCORE is the place to go and has the people to talk to. Great volunteers like Lucy and Rich and some, well, about five dozen some others. Better count than them. Us, That's right. You know, count them. There are some better than us, for sure. They have to look long and hard to find them, but they're out there, I, guess, I suppose. But anyway, uh, there's always a quicker gun in town, right? But anyway, we got uh, Lucy and, and Rich and, and about five dozen other volunteers here in Central Florida, great score volunteers. And they're all there, no charge to you. Oh, I gave it away, Rich. I gave it away. Did you hear that? 
no charge to you stuff. I didn't use. Oh man, we got we couldn't abuse the F word free. <laughs> That's right. The mentorship program is and always has been free. All you have to do is ask for their advice, and they're more than willing to give it to you. And that is at no charge. The volunteers like Rich and Lucy. They don't get paid in dollars, but they get paid paid in smiles and gratitude because they're there to offer up their years of experience and their advice and counsel. And it's as much as you want or as little as you want. It's up to you, ladies and gentlemen, depending on your need and the questions that you are trying to address, whether you're starting out, whether you've got a business going, or maybe you're trying to sell that business. They have it all right there at SCORE. And the way to find out everything they have going on is sign up for the excellent newsletter at orlando.score.org. That's orlando.score.org. If you would like to talk to a mentor, a volunteer like Rich or, or Lucy or someone else, and they always have you speak with someone who has the expertise in whatever your question or need is, that number is 407-420-4844. And if you call during office hours, you'll actually get a real deal human being. Right, Rich? Yeah, man, no bots. No bots. No bots, just peeps. <laughs> That's right. And if you do have to leave a message, they'll either call you right back that day or the very next business day if it's after hours. That's 407-420-4844. And don't forget to like Rich and the rest of us on Facebook. That's Score Orlando <laughs> hey. on Facebook. Yeah, Rich gets a real kick out of that. So check us out there as well. But And... Everything that SCORE has going on, you'll find, once again, at that website, orlando.score.org, or the national website, which is score.org, and they have a lot of great educational videos there, as well as the templates that Rich likes to brag on. Everything you need in terms of uh, documentation, they have a, a sample of it right there for you to take advantage of, and the, the videos as well. And once again, all of this at no charge at all. So please do take advantage of it and tell others as well who you know in your family or circle of friends that is a, either have a business of their own or is in the, the process of starting one. So that's yeah. Orlando.score.org. Rich, yep. Yeah, I was going to say or in the process of starting one or know somebody who's starting one. Yeah, and in, in that case, you know, the earlier you talk to the folks at SCORE, the better it's going to be for you because they'll save you a lot of extra footsteps, a lot of extra headaches, and a lot of extra money because uh, most people who are starting a business know something about what they are going to go into the business of but not necessarily a whole lot about how to run a business. Right, Rich? <laughs> that's yes, where SCORE... absolutely, absolutely right. And that's where SCORE comes in. And uh, as uh, we mentioned, they have a great educational program, and it's an ongoing thing. And uh, they're doing it uh, via the Zoom-type events right now. And uh, when they can, they're going to also get back to in-person. It'll be both. But right now, they are doing that. And that brings us to our guest today, because she is going to be making the Coffee with the Leader presentation on Thursday, November the 18th. You are invited, no charge, but you do have to bring your own coffee, as Rich likes to say. So right. I, that's right. Uh, so I'd like to welcome to the show Charlene De Caesar, or you might know her as Charlene Ignites. Charlene, welcome to What's the Score? Well, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. All right. Well, we thank you. So the first thing we Can like you make coffee, by the way, or <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not bringing the coffee. They're on their own. I have to oh, say. Okay. All right. <laughs> do the virtual coffee. We if you have a cocktail a hour, I'll come to that. All right. Yeah. Well, we could do that too. All right. So the uh, 
The Coffee with the Leader presentation, as I said, will be Thursday morning, and that is November the 18th, and it starts at 8 a.m. Eastern time, and it's it's free. As I said, you sign up at orlando.score.org. But we're going to get to all of that. But, Charlene, uh, the way we like to do things around here is find out something about the person themselves who we're in, interviewing. And so tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Uh, you know, Where did you go to school type stuff? Were you always an entrepreneur? How would you get to where you are now? Yeah. So, uh, so yes, I have always been an entrepreneur, although I didn't realize that that's what it was, you know, until much later in life. Right. But I was definitely the kid with the lemonade stand and, you know, selling Avon in high school and all of that. Where was this Uh, at? I grew up. What's that? You were going to say you grew up where? I'm sorry. Go ahead. And yeah. And I grew up in Chelmsford, Massachusetts and live in New Hampshire. Now I've lived within a about a 50 mile radius my entire life. So right in the, you know, Northern Massachusetts, Southern New Hampshire area. I see. Uh, Well, you you must've been industrious to be selling lemonade up there in the cold weather, I guess. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there is a saying about people in sales that we can sell ice to Eskimos, you know, true. Uh, So, and, and then you said you sold Avon products while you were in high school to, to your classmates. I mean, just anything at all. You know, what I realized, um, I actually went to my undergrad degree. I went to Emerson College and thought I wanted to go into uh, television and radio. Funnily enough, that was the original intention. Well, here you uh, are. You made it. I've come full circle. (laughs) Yeah. But you're not wrong. When I was a kid, I used to have fantasies about uh, being on like back then it was Phil Donahue was the big show. Sure. So I used to imagine that Phil Donahue was interviewing me and now look, here we are. I had no idea. You're, this is so much better than Donahue. (laughs) We're more, we're more famous because, you know, look at it. We're nationwide and Rich is here and he's a star all by himself. So (laughs) you You have made it. I've made the big time. So it really worked out, huh? (laughs) Well, so, what did you do when you got out of college? What what business? I mean, how did you follow along after yeah, the Avon? How did you get here? Yeah, so I um in college I ended up uh really falling in love with public service. I worked with uh kids who were deaf and blind primarily. Uh and then you know, really should have gone to graduate school, but I didn't have any money and I figured out I needed to make money, so I got into sales to make money to pursue other missions. And then realized I really, you know what, that actually was my true passion. And so uh, right after college, I worked, you know, with a lot of different organizations. I worked in senior living for a number of years as an activity director. And I always had a side hustle. I worked at retail, jewelry stores. I sold juice, uh, juice capsules, you know, for a while. I always had something going on. And, uh, and eventually I realized that that was really my, my passion. So I went back to school, got my MBA in sales and marketing, and I've been really doing sales of some sort. I always say like, for at least probably almost 30 years at this point. So, which is crazy. Cause I'm only 20. You, know? I, you, certainly, you certainly look at, <laughs> you certainly look at, so uh, yeah, I can see the TV oh, thing. Brother. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we have to take a break here in just a moment. But in about, uh, if you can, in 30 or 40 seconds, was the Avon uh, selling, Was do you think that that really 
uh, got you in the in the uh, let's just say the mindset that that's yeah was something that sales. yeah that that you could always do. Yeah, you know, I don't know who is that in particular, but there's been so many examples. And one of my great mentors says increased confidence brings increased capacity. And so it certainly boosted my confidence. And, uh, uh, you know, throughout my life, I realized that no matter what my job was, sales was always a big part of it. And so I've continued to do that uh, to this day. I've been on my own in my own business for about uh, almost nine years now, but it's just always been something that's been part of my life. All right. Excellent. And we have to take a break at this point. And once again, Charlene is going to be making the Coffee with the Leader presentation on Thursday, November the 18th. And we'll give you a sort of a preview of that as we go along here throughout the show. And if you'd like to sign up for that, go to Orlando.score.org. You can do it right there, Orlando.score.org. And if you would, and if you haven't already, please sign up for the excellent newsletter there as well. That way you'll know about everything SCORE's got coming up. In the meantime, we'll take a break and come back with more of What's the Score? Okay, welcome back to What's the Score? Once again, thanks for tuning in and telling your friends and family about the show. We really do appreciate that. Lucy Polito and Rich Jekyll of Score, along with myself, Christopher Hart, and our guest today, Charlene DeCesar. And you may know her as Charlene Ignites, and we're going to get to that here in just a moment. Uh, But as I said, she is going to be doing the Coffee with the Leader presentation on Thursday, November the 18th, and you can sign up at Orlando.score.org. So you said you you knew that sales was always going to be there for you, and but how did you get to where you are now? Um, as, as you were telling us, you you had various sales jobs and and all of that. So how did you get to where you are now, and how does Charlene Ignites fit in? Yeah. So one of the things I realize is most people, when you talk about sales or selling, they imagine like that guy who's like. What can I do to get you in this Prius today? Right? Like it conjures up a very specific kind of image, right? And sure. And um, what I realized is that I enjoyed it. It was fun and easy for me because of a certain approach that I had. And so I worked for a company called Gartner, which is a technology research firm for a number of years, yeah. and grew a global sales team there, really with this idea that. Uh, we were building relationships with customers and not necessarily, we weren't pushing them to do anything. We were, we were pulling, right? So instead of being pushy, we we're being pulley. <laughs> uh, and, and it was a methodology that sort of caught fire. I was able to grow that business from uh, about a million dollars to $38 million to book a business in a couple of years. And uh, while I was going through that process, uh, you know, somebody they would always say, wow, you just really know how to light a fire under people's butts. (laughs) So that's what I was talking about. They say like giving them energy, lighting that fire. Uh, And so uh, my tagline, even when I had a J-O-B, was (laughs) that I like to inspire people to light a fire when they needed needed it and to illuminate or shine the path forward, kind of show them the path to success. And the short answer is I got Charlene Ignites because I was trying to find a social media handle and Charlene Inspire was taken and Charlene Illuminate was too long. So 
it became Charlene Ignites was the <laughs> by default. And then that translated to website and, and everything. So which that is, was really a personal brand from even back in the day when I had a job. And it certainly, job. certainly fits. CharleneIgnites.com yes, is the website. CharleneIgnites.com. You spell Ignites, I-G-N-I-T-E-S. Uh, Rich, you were not in your head because you did something similar what she was talking about with this company, Gartner, where you took a, a, a business global, basically, and it really uh, expanded the sales. Yeah, we took it from, uh, there was about, when we started, it was about $3 million out of Virginia Beach. It was a consulting business, uh, uh, computer consulting and consultants. And um, we took that in the period of about uh, 15 years from about $3 million to $390 million. Of course, we... We were right on the cusp of the technology wave and the Y2K, and we just caught it just right. So we caught the wave and took off and uh, then went bankrupt. <laughs> uh, no, he didn't. I love a good success story. Uh, that's right. <laughs> All right. No, we didn't. We got sold out. You're right. It was bought out. That's exactly right. Taken yeah. over, if you will. So... Charlene, the uh, the coffee with the leader presentation is it, you are you want to inspire people, ignite their their sales passion in them. Is that what the coffee with the leader presentation is going to be about? Well, the this presentation it does incorporate those things. Uh, one of the things that I realized with all of the sales teams that I've led and mentored, and since then I've worked with you know probably thousands of entrepreneurs and and salespeople. And what I realized was that you know, there's really three components to sales success. There's your mindset, the message, and then the method or the process. And I started becoming obsessed. Like, actually, I think it's like a real weird, sick hobby (laughs) that um, I'm obsessed with sales emails. So when I use sales emails and the emails that people send their messages to diagnose the mindset and the method or the process. And so I wrote a book called The Email Cemetery, where bad sales emails go to die and how to resuscitate yours. So that, that is really the key to this Coffee with the Leaders is how to stay out of the email cemetery, not just so you're more successful with email, also so that you can address any what I affectionately call head trash that might be showing up in your emails or your messaging, and also any flaws in your sales process that might be showing up. Uh, so we're using, really talking about sales emails, but it's a, actually a much broader sales success conversation. Okay. And can can people get your book, The Email Cemetery, at your website? They can get it anywhere fine books are sold. All right. Excellent. <laughs> and even some places where there's not fine books. Right? So, <laughs> okay. Uh, that's, where, yeah. that's where Rich will find it, I guess, right? So. <laughs> Right. Uh, yeah, but my website, uh, Amazon, uh, the Walmart bookstore, like pretty much anywhere online you buy books, you can find it. Okay. Wow. And is, is How it... long has it been out? Um, I, I actually launched it uh, be almost exactly two years now. And is wow. it... You did that well, huh? Is, it, is the author title Charlene Ignites or Charlene De, De Caesar? 
Uh, it's Charlene DeCesar. Good question. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. No, and, no. And once again, it is the email cemetery. And so anywhere you can find good books, you'll find it. All right. Fine books, that yeah. is. All right. Thanks. So um, the uh, – and, and by the way, are are you a sales consultant? Do you give seminars and these – and I, I take it you, you consult with and you have clients who are business with, with sales staff? Yes. So I do some sales training. I also do sales coaching. Well, it is coaching and also I'm very bossy. <laughs> so <laughs> so I would say I don't so like the word. Lucy, so you fit right in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy, I knew we had a connection. That's um, right. So, you know, I, I hate to say consulting because to me, a consultant, someone who just wants to take your money for a year and then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, tell you what to do. But um, so certainly I'm a guide an advisor uh, and a coach where it's ideally the, the best situation is when I get to get my grubby little fingers on real sales scenarios, real pipeline deals. We really dig in and figure out what's holding you back from achieving the extraordinary, both very tactically for the moment and also so that you have the ability to continue to grow over time in a really scalable and sustainable way. So that's why we do end up talking about sales process and some of the systems and structure. But primarily, I will say the bulk of my work really comes down to that mindset, that sales mindset work and shifting that so that, for example, you know, you never hesitate to, to call people and share your solutions because they need you. And so a lot of the work I do is helping people tap into why do people need you? What's the value proposition and how to get, you know, get past your own head trash. <laughs> okay. So you tell people like, man, this email really stinks. I need to get in your head and get rid of the trash there and uh, event or teach them how to do their selling effectively through the email. So that, I might be thinking it that way, but I probably say it a little more diplomatically. But oh, okay. <laughs> well, I kind of figured you'd sugarcoat it a little well, bit. Diplomatic is not your strength. <laughs> <laughs> so I might say, may I suggest, you know. Okay. So, right. A little yeah. gentler than I would yeah. be. And Lucy, go ahead. Well, I I'm wondering, in this seminar that you're going to uh, offer, are you going to uh, show people how to I always wonder about that. Every once in a while, I get a bunch of emails of things that I never even thought about or cared about or I'm interested in. So I just, I don't even read them. I just automatically delete them. So how do you prevent somebody like me to uh, make sure that I get your or message? Read yeah. yeah, read it. How, how, do, how do you do that? And you're not alone, Lucy, because the data shows that... Uh, Buyers say that, uh, actually 80% of buyers say that a poorly written email is one of the biggest mistakes that sellers make. And the delete button is just so handy. Oh, Particularly yeah. now we're getting more email than ever and it's so common. So it starts with that opening line. So we do workshop a little bit, the opening line of the email that's going to resonate with your recipient and really draw them in, hook them in. In particular, the quick tip, so a spoiler alert here, and we'll go into this in more detail with, in the, the coffee talk, um, is the first line has to be about them, not about you, because nobody cares about you if you're the seller, 
right? They do care about themselves and their lives and what they're dealing with. So if you have to have a hook, kind of get them up front. So we'll talk about really how to find your hook, what's your trigger, so that you're able to resonate. Then you can differentiate and then you can substantiate. But the first thing is to get someone to even pay attention to you. Otherwise, like you said, that delete button is really easy. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you have to have, uh, for lack of a better phrase, an, an email, a good, effective email pickup line. Is that is that what you're telling us yeah. here? I love that. Yeah. And guess what? It's not, hi, my name is, or <laughs> I would just love, I, I'm just following up or I would love to meet with you. Sure. It's, it's not any of those things. Okay. All right. That's what we'll talk about in a little bit here. And then uh, once again, you can sign up for the, the, I'm sorry, for the Coffee with a Leader presentation at Orlando.score.org, Orlando.score.org. And don't forget to order her book, the email cemetery and it, it promises to be a fascinating read and a, a helpful guide to help keep you out of that email cemetery and we'll take a break and come back on the other side with what's more with more of what's the score We're back. We are What's the Score? And once again, we want to thank you for tuning in and telling your friends and family about the show. We really do appreciate that. Lucy Polito, Rich Jekyll of Score, myself, Christopher Hart, and our guest today, Charlene DeCesar, or you might know her as Charlene Ignites. And check out her website, charleneignites.com. Just spell it all out. And once again, she's going to make the Coffee with the Leader presentation on Thursday, November the 18th. And it is, of course, at no charge to you. You can sign up at orlando.score.org. It'll begin at 8 a.m. that Thursday morning, Eastern Time. And anybody in the country can participate, by the way. If you know somebody out of the Central Florida area that would be interested in this, make sure you tell them about it. And uh, and then it'll last about an hour and a half or so, and it is interactive. That's orlando.score.org. And back to Charlene. Uh, mind, uh, we were just talking about the mindset uh, that you have to get people out of with their when they're I guess they're crafting or they're writing their emails, and it has to be you have to have this hook that you were telling us about. So give us a you know what what's the common maybe say what are some of the common mistakes or people that are making other than that they're talking about themselves too much. <laughs> yeah, give us yes. the hook. Yeah. yeah, well, I'll tell you. So in this, when we do this, um, my presentation or be interactive, so I hate to say presentation, but one of the things we're going to talk about is these most common mistakes. And the way I categorize them is by personas. Uh, so I didn't want to write a boring business book. So uh, you know, how can I make this fun and, and, you know, sort of entertaining? And so, for example, the most common mistake is what I call the egomaniac. Uh, you know, those are those emails you get that say, I, we, my, our, the name of the company, who we are, what we do. Here's a testimonial, you know, click here to read more. Sure. You know, those are, they would say, the biggest thing. And so the quick tip there is instead of using I language, use you language, right? So instead of even, hey, I'm just following up on uh, that proposal I sent you, you can say, hey, when we last spoke, you mentioned that you had a high priority to take action on this before the end of the year. Uh, let's jump on a quick call to review the to review your proposal. So even something as simple as like, please see my proposal attached. It's not my proposal as a seller. It's a proposal of the buyer. So please see your proposal attached. That's a quick 
little fix there. Okay. I see you. I'm sorry. You're not not in your head there, Rich. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The I thing. I always taught my guys that you don't use I ever. You use you and try to uh, weave it into uh, whatever you're trying to get across to the person. But it's their thinking is, you know, what my theory has always been, what's in it for me, period, mm-hmm. the customer. And you've got you've to intertwine that language that what's in it for them and they can see that instead of what's in it for me, the seller. Exactly. Yeah. And it's a filter, you know, that you use in your messaging, which is the why do they care filter. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So anything you're sharing, you have to put it to say, you know, is this important to them? And, and if you're not sure and you think it should be important to them and they may not realize it, then you have to connect the dots. Whether you're talking about features, benefits, how you're different, adding something that says what this means to you is, or you will find this valuable because you are dealing with this issue, right? So really connecting the dots back. What do you, what do you see, Lucy? Go ahead. No, I was going to ask a question. Okay. And that is, you know, a lot of our clients are, many of them are really new to the business world as owners. And so a lot of them wouldn't have, I don't think, the, the knowledge of where to get the mailing lists uh, to, you know, go look for customers for the right type of customer, depending on their business. So my question is, do you also provide that kind of information? Or have a way of telling these folks, like if I'm selling, I don't know, mugs, you know, this kind of drinking mug or something, and I want to get a hold of a bunch of people, do you have, not not that for a mug, but for whatever, you, do you provide them and tell them how to get those kinds of uh, lists of future potential customers? Yeah, Target I think... Market. Yeah, and I think, that we, I think that's where it starts with. What I would do is walk them through who is your ideal bullseye customer? Because for example, somebody will say, well, I sell mugs. So my ideal target customer is anyone with hands or anyone who drinks, you know, <laughs> and, and that the land of anyone who is a very fast race to the bottom, right? So first thing is to say, who is your target? You know, who is your ideal demographic, geographic, and psychographic? And by psychographic, I'm talking about like their emotions, their characteristics, their personality. And I think for a lot of new business owners, they get reticent to be focused because they are afraid it means they're not going to take other people's money (laughs) or they're turning away business when focus, and you guys, Rich, I see this is not going to be news to you. Focus is your friend. And the more you are speaking to people and not about yourself, the more successful you'll be. And the only way you can really speak to your ideal ideal, uh, target uh, customer is it to know them really well and to make some decisions about who they are. Um, and it's like a bullseye. So it doesn't mean you don't sell mugs to all the people or provide your services to more people, but your messaging and your focus and looking for those lists, as you mentioned, Lucy, is all about the bullseye. So you're aiming for that bullseye and it just gives you that laser-like focus, which will make everything in your business uh, work better, including your marketing. And that's the other piece too, is to differentiate what are your goals? Is it one-to-one relationship building or is it one-to-many, you know, mass marketing? 
And some of that is determined by the type of product you have. And for me, my background is primarily high value services, which tend to need a more of a relationship, more conversations, and slightly longer sales cycle versus a commodity where you're doing high volume and it's more like, welcome to Burger King, may I take your order? Right. <laughs> All right. Our guest, Charlene De Caesar, author of the book, The Email Cemetery, and she'll be making the Coffee with the Leader presentation Thursday, November the 18th. And you can sign up at Orlando.score.org. So you mentioned the egomaniac. Can you give us another persona example, which is, once again, a, a common mistake people are making? And don't say my name at all. <laughs> all right. Well, that's chapter. That'll be the next chapter. <laughs> the epilogue. The, the, yeah. Be the rich. Yeah. Um, yeah the, the other really common one for new business owners, uh, particularly those generous, kind-hearted people who want to do good in, the, good in the world, is the apologizer. These are the people that start the email with, sorry to bother you. I don't mean to be a pest. If you want me to go away, let me know. <laughs> right. And, and again, that is um, one, it really undermines the confidence and the level of trust that your prospects might have in you. And also it's like head trash alert. You know, it's you're apologizing for the work that you do. And what I always say is when you truly deeply believe in the value of what you provide to the world, you would never be bugging anyone and you would never apologize because they need you. Right. So so it sort of starts again with that work of why do they need you? Why is this important to where you would almost feel bad for not reaching out as opposed to feeling bad for reaching out? Uh, And then that also translates to being okay with with reaching out to someone multiple times, because we know, again, based on the data that it takes at least five up to 12. And in some cases, it could be much more uh, contact points before someone will even give you the time of day. Yeah. And a lot of new business owners, they'll send the kind of first outreach, maybe two, and then they get that, I don't want to be annoying. I don't want to be too aggressive, you know, so tapping into that value mindset. And then the message is something like the reason for my professional persistence is why they need you. Right. And so coming up with the, then the talk track that maps to the confidence in the follow-up and, and making sure that you do come across as confident and trustworthy. So it's, it's all in the presentation. Uh, In in other words, you're still going to present the same information, presumably, but you're going to present it in a different fashion. Is that what mean, what it means to stay out of the email cemetery? You present it in a proper fashion. It was too simplified. um, So yes. And also it might mean not saying things sometimes, you know, for example, one of the other personas is the overwhelmer. Okay. uh, And that's the person that sends that big, long email because they want to be so helpful, give them all the information. So it's a long, long email with attachments and links and examples and, you know, brochures. And really, if you think about your most people's target customer, you could describe as overwhelmed, busy and stressed. Would you agree with that, Rich? Oh, most definitely. You don't want to take uh, any time then then they can't spare. Right. So the idea is to think again, but it goes back to think about who your audience is. And if they're overwhelmed, busy, and stressed, don't send them an email that's going to make them more overwhelmed, busier, and more stressed. Right. Right. So it is about actually changing the information that you send based on the goal at hand. In particular, if your goal is to get them to talk to you and have a conversation, just don't sell anything. Just ask for the, except for the meeting, ask for the conversation, tell them why they want to meet with you. Uh, and go one step at a time, 
take the pressure way off and, you know, have fun with it, get to know people. I think that's the biggest thing with especially new business owners, take the pressure off. You don't have to be the best salesperson in the world. What you want to be is the best listener in the world. Be curious, you know, build about, build a relationship and mutually decide on next steps, if any. And we used to always uh, tell the sales guys, you know, you need to find out their pain points. Where are they having trouble? Or where can you, your service or your product, help them fix that pain? Because that's all they want. They want the pain to go away. So um, that should be your goal of of, uh, these sales calls, quote, is finding out where the pain points are and how you can help them alleviate that. Okay. So definitely, yeah, that's definitely true. Um, Yes. And what the latest research also shows that in addition to helping people target their afflictions, you also now need to help them realize their aspirations. Okay. Well, we'll have to take a break at this this point. I tell you what, Charlene, we can pick it up at that point when we come back. And because we have to take the break at this point and we will come right back with more of what's the score. We're back. We are What's the Score, and we want to thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate that. By we, I mean Rich Jekyll and Lucy Polito of Score, myself, Christopher Hart, and our guest today, Charlene DeCesar. And also, you might know her by Charlene Ignites, her website, charleneignites.com. And she is the author of the book, The Email Cemetery. Before we get back to the conversation, though, once again, I want to remind you that radio is still a great way to get your message out there. And all you have to do is call 407-618-1760 to talk to the great folks here at Salem Media Group Orlando, who will sit down with you and go over how radio the old-fashioned communication form that we're using, as well as your social media platforms, which they can integrate it all together with Salem Surround. And they'll do a free Salem, a free social media audit for you. So uh, check it all out. If you'd like to call them, go to 407-618-1760 and tell them Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hart sent you. Right, Rich? <laughs> That's it, baby. <laughs> All right. Okay, so we were talking about some of the common things that uh, some of the common mistakes that people make with their emails as they're trying to set up sales meetings or, or co- close deals. And then you also have what you called email recessification. So let's say, okay, we've been out there. Yes, we made this mistake. Yes, we made that mistake. How can we turn this ship around? How can we rewrite it? How, what do you mean by email recessification? Yeah, so it's how to how to resuscitate. You think about giving CPR, right, to your to your emails, um, because that's really what we're trying to do. Well, you know, it would be pretty mean if I just told people what they were doing wrong and didn't help them fix it. Right? Sure. Uh, so that's the idea, and we'll go into some specifics on this when we do uh, coffee with the leaders, where we'll look at. The mistakes and then what to do instead you know really what are the symptoms that you might be at risk of being a resident of the email cemetery so for example it could be if you're if you see that you're an egomaniac you know with all the eyes and the wheeze you can re you know audit and edit and then change that to you or your language get your whole mindset around the people you serve and making it about them 
if you're an apologizer, making sure that you are tapped into your own value proposition, for example. And if you're an overwhelmer, thinking about how can you make the lives of the people you serve easier, less stressful. And at the end of the day, one of the critical components through all of this is that people actually buy based on emotion. They justify with facts and logic. So, so much of what you're trying to do throughout the sales process, particularly in your emails, is make someone feel a certain way. And they are creating a gut reaction, a feeling about you from the very first message. Yep. He cares about me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, give us give us an example. Let's let's say that uh, I just started out a new business and I want to set up some meetings with clients that I've never met with before. I'm brand <laughs> new at this, but I heard about your book. I read your book, so I know the right way to go about doing it. What do I do? Yeah, I think, you know, um, and actually, Lucy, I think you were getting at this with your question before. A lot of people, what they do is they might buy a list and maybe they even hire an agency or they get someone to do this blast out for them or they come up with their email template and they copy and paste and copy and paste. And so the key is in general, and again, there's some exceptions if it's a real commodity, if you're selling widgets, right? Um, But in general, it's about building a one-to-one relationship. So one of the things we haven't talked about yet is, you know, really doing your homework and your research on the person you're emailing to. Because no matter what advice I give, you can read my book cover to cover, memorize everything. And at the end of the day, what that other person really needs to know is that you are actually a human being reaching out to another human being and that you care and know about them. So the, the key thing is uh, the expression is show them, you know them. Right, Rich, you probably heard that. Yeah, before, yeah, right? Show them, you know them. And so it's doing a little bit, looking up at their LinkedIn profile, doing a search to see if they have anything online already, looking at someone's website if you're in B2B, or just getting to understand the trends for your audience, depending on what type of product you have. You know, really getting to understand your audience's you know, thoughts and feelings so that when you reach out to them, there's something you can say And this is true even in your marketing, by the way, too, generally speaking. But the more you can lead with something that says, look, I get you. Like, no doubt, this is what you're experiencing right now. Here's a product that uh, can help you go from this to this, right? That's the other key thing is to understand what transformation you're able to create with your product or service and address that from the very beginning and help people see the vision with you. That used to be my favorite uh come in line was let's get a beer <laughs> well, now so, we can drink it as i said i was gonna a, say is that that's now, like now it's down in place now go ahead <gasps> right now it's let's grab a virtual cup of coffee right <laughs> but i'll tell you what though rich you're not wrong and at the same time today people's lives are so different even the past year everyone's busier than ever and so you used to be able to say, hey, let's grab a drink. I'd love to learn more about you, yep, right? Yep, that does not yep. fly right now because no, as much as they would love to also meet you because they like to meet people, they just don't have the time unless there's a compelling reason. So when you say to someone, I would love to, ask yourself, why do they want to meet me? Why would they love to, right? Make sure you're really addressing what's in it. What's in it for them, as you said before, right, Rich? With them. What's in it for me? Sure. Yep, that's sure. it. Charlene DeCesar is our guest. Once again, she'll be making the Coffee with the Leader presentation on Thursday, November 18th 
8 a.m. until about 9.30-ish, and it is interactive, and it's going to be about how to stay out of the email cemetery or get out of it if you're in it. So uh, please sign up at Orlando.score.org, Orlando.score.org. And also check out her website, Charlene Ignites. You spell it all out, CharleneIgnites.com. And uh, that's where you can also find more information about her book. And you can also order the book anywhere you can get books. And you are also, uh, do you have other things at the website? Like, uh, do you like do a blog or an email? I mean, a uh, newsletter, that sort of thing? Yes, I do. Um, I have a blog. I have a watch and read page. My website is very much a good steward of my own teachings. There's no place on there that says about me, who I am, what I do. There is an about you section and about you page, which I really recommend for any new business owner. You know, think about your branding and how you communicate. Having an about you page about your audience, I'll tell you what, is it's really gotten me a lot of business over the years. Um, but I do have, I have articles, videos. Um, real popular on TikTok. If any of your of you, any of your listeners are on TikTok, I do a lot of videos on TikTok. As Charlene uh, ignites, and also LinkedIn. As Charlene yep. ignites, I take it. Charlene ignites everywhere on social media, and uh, it's kind of amazing. My kids are a little horrified actually that I'm so popular on TikTok. But... More more so than they are, <laughs> and that's what they're really hor- horrified about, I guess. Right. <laughs> right. You're not wrong. Uh, <laughs> For sure. Uh, okay. So uh, we just have a, a few minutes left here. Uh, the, just, you know, once again, some of the uh, highlights uh, and the lowlights of do's and don'ts. Yeah, and I'd be curious. Uh, Lucy, did you have a question? Well, no, yeah, but this was a more interesting question. I, I'll wait for you answer, and if time, right. I'll ask you. All right. Yeah, I mean, really, the, you know, the key thing, I think those um, – uh, the key thing is really to make sure that it's about you're speaking to someone, not about yourself. I would say that at a high level is important. And overall, you know what? All of this is designed to make growing your business easier, right? Take the pressure off. I think a lot of people think is, think of sales as being very difficult and painful and like maybe the least favorite part of growing their business, right? They, they didn't necessarily start a business to be in sales, they started a business to sell products or serve people. And so, yeah, I think, you know, that's really what I hope people take away is okay. that it should feel natural to you. It should come from an authentic place. Be a human being. Okay. Build connections. Make How it do I know people. if I'm in the cemetery? Well, all right. Well, Lucy had the question. Lucy, we'll finish with your question. Yeah. Well, I'm just wondering, statistically, it would seem to me that emails are probably the, the most economical way of reaching somebody. So do you have any statistics as to how that is versus going to some other method of advertising? Yeah. So again, think about the email. The most effective way to use an email is a one-to-one connection to get a live conversation if possible or to drive an action, like go to your website and order, right? Um, What it typically takes is a multi-touch, multimodal approach. So if we could do everything with emails, we wouldn't need people. We would just automate it all, right? All right. So it is also going to take phone calls. It might take a postcard. It might take, you know, other uh, methods. And so if you're a business owner and you're only sending emails, you probably won't get where you need to get. Uh, really, it's about having a total process that incorporates all the things and being as effective as possible in every medium. All right. For as to Rich's question, you got about a minute. What is the surest way to know that you are in email cemetery? 
if your customers are ghosting you, <laughs> then you are in it. You know, if you're not getting responses, especially if you've met someone and then you're emailing them and they're not getting back to you, uh, that's really all on you from a messaging perspective, also process. But uh, you will know because you aren't, you aren't hitting your numbers is really the key. Yeah. Okay. okay. Good. Right. Well, Good. Speaking, speaking of the numbers, they're ticking away on this little clock here in front of me, so I've got to cut it off at this point. But once again, folks, please sign up for the Coffee with a Leader presentation. Obviously, it's going to be very informative and entertaining at the same time, and that's the best way to get a message through. And uh, you can go to orlando.score.org and sign up for that now. Thursday, November the 18th, Coffee with a Leader with Charlene DeCesar, and that's at orlando.score.org. And don't forget to check out her excellent website, charleneignites.com, charleneignites.com, and please order some copies, and that I said in plural because it is the gift-giving season, and I know you've got entrepreneurs in your family, so get a handful of books, The Email Cemetery, and what was the subtitle again? Where bad sales emails go to die and how to resuscitate yours. All right. She's got it all right there. And then uh, also take advantage of the Coffee with the Leader presentation. And don't forget, if you need to talk to somebody at SCORE, you can call them at 407-420-4844. And please like us at SCORE Orlando on Facebook. And until next week, that's all for What's the SCORE? Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.